0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to The Nobody's Podcast. On Sunday, Bryce went to my parents' house for cocktail hour, and now he literally won't stop talking about it. He also took photos of photos of me, which are my personal property, and he can probably expect legal repercussions in the near future. Bryce has created yet another new segment and is once again forcing me to discuss my second least favorite person behind Donald Trump. And finally, we take a deep dive into another inappropriate comment made from Boss Bitch, Gwyneth Baltro.
1: Okay, we're recording. You can start. Okay, first of all, don't tell me what to do. Walked right into that one.
0: All
1: right. Hey, guys. I'm Annie. Hey, I'm Bryce. We We're the, the Nobodies. Nobodies.
0: Experts on nothing.
1: Opinions on everything. Hey, guys.
0: Welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies.
1: What a great intro that was.
0: Hey, thanks. I mean, you <laughs> did it and I just anified it.
1: Yeah, you. we do say, I do always say that. I tell Annie to anify things because I'll, like, give her the rundown and she'll just be, I'll be like, she's like, I would never say, like, Yeah. <laughs> I just There's said, certain words that you're like. I would never say deduce. I would never.
0: <laughs> never in a million years. We, we just have a very different way of like expressing ourselves. I will say when I said Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow, Paltrow I like Paltrow? the way I said it threw me off for a second. So my fiery comment wasn't as good as it should have been. <laughs> but I like completely, it completely threw me off my game.
1: I don't know actually what her name is, Paltrow or Paltrow.
0: Gwyneth Paltrow. I usually say Gwyneth Paltrow, but I said Paltrow and that's what fucked me over.
1: Mm, no, I mean, I think it's pretty much either way. I don't know what, I don't, I don't, frankly, I don't know what it is.
0: Okay. Um, oh, fine.
1: well, so how are you, uh, Quarant winning this week? I mean, I do we have the same one?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You go first. I mean, I know yours is having cocktail hour at my parents' house.
1: Yes, yes. But you got to be there via FaceTime.
0: Um, for like two minutes. <laughs> most of which I was just finding about dumb things you did.
1: <laughs> you got to insult me a few times, though. I actually while you were... did.
0: For being completely caught off guard and having a towel on my head from my shower. Yeah. I will say, I do feel like my Bryce insult game was like Top of the line. Can you
1: hear it that? It was very, it was, it was on point. What?
0: Can you hear that? No. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. Well, okay. So for those of you who don't know, if you haven't seen our Instagram, I attended the infamous Wilkinson family cocktail hour. Um, it was more like five hours. Let's just put it that way.
0: Which is also standard.
1: Totally. My mom and I were like, my mom and I went over there and your sister, Emily, was in town. And then their friends, the Guyers, their neighbors, who are your neighbors, uh, were sort also of, there.
0: Yeah. What? I said sort of. They're not really our neighbors. I
1: thought they lived cl- I thought that's what they said. They lived close.
0: They lived close, but it's like closer to West Side.
1: Oh, all right. Well, I just want to say that I was beyond honored to even be considered to participate in this. Um... And we got a lot done. It, again, like, it was just like when I went into the Browns game, though. It was very strange to not have you there.
0: <laughs> like, it was, I it
1: felt like I was cheating on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't love how often you're with my family without me. <laughs> I don't like it. I also just want everyone to know that you orchestrated this yeah <laughs> like you yeah. put this together it's not i just like how you said i was so happy to be included when you planned okay
1: <laughs> hey, well i tried not to i tried not to like overextend i was just like listen i would love to you know i've been in omaha for so long nine weeks and counting and i just figured that i would go see your you sent some koozies to me so yeah. for to take over your parents and I thought, well, why not do it when Emily's in town, and then we can, then I can see them. They, you know, were more than welcoming and offered us drinks and treats and everything else. So that was really a, a huge plus feature, as what as, as I would say.
0: Well, I'm giving you a hard time because I also feel like you have in your head that you're going to like irritate them or something. <laughs>
1: No, Literally
0: no, Show up at 5 p.m. unannounced and they would be thrilled to see you. <laughs> and Serbia. You
1: know, that's what Serbia. That's what your mom said afterwards. She goes, You guys can come and play with us anytime okay. you want. Like,
0: exactly. Well, here's
1: okay, so just
0: my r- permission first.
1: So real quickly, um, I just want to say so. My mom and I went over there and um it turned out that like my my sister, it turned out my my dad and sister were actually really upset that we didn't, that I didn't really invite them. My mom was kind of on the fence about it because she was, my sister and my brother-in-law and my two nephews were over at our house. And so there was just a lot going on. And I didn't know that if my mom was even going to make it to the cocktail hour. And then she ended up at like, kind of like, you know, 20 minutes before I was going to leave, she's like, oh, okay, I, I'm definitely going. She always wanted to go, but she was just like, I don't know if they're going to be gone or whatever. So then my sister locks her keys in her car. And so my dad is then like, able, then my dad was going to stay, or my dad stayed with them too. But both of them were like, <laughs> they were like, why didn't you invite us or whatever? And even though your parents were, your parents were like, everybody come over. Like everybody yeah. come over. You can bring anybody who you want or whatever. But we were laughing because... It's such a testament to your family and to like how much fun you guys are that everybody is like so pissed that they like that I didn't invite (laughs) them basically over to your parents' house. It was really really fun.
0: My parents' house is the best.
1: Like, it really is.
0: It's so good for entertaining, and they're such good hosts that they are. Yeah. I love it. And like,
1: well, so as you mentioned in the DTs, I took a bunch of. pictures, pictures, <laughs> was I trying to say fucking pictures, pictures <laughs> of you, uh, <laughs> from over the years, which, uh, have, I have, I've, have I've not seen probably since I've been to your parents' house for, like, a graduation party or something, um,
0: but,
1: yeah, they, I mean, I don't know why you never sent me your senior photo, which, you know, is very, like, of the era of senior photos, you are, it's a very close-up photo with your hand, <laughs> In, in your cheek, very black and white. Very emo. Really. Also, I, I, I
0: never sent it to you because one, that was like how many years ago? And ten. two, no, it was longer than that. Oh, seven, oh, 13 yeah. years ago. And not only that, but I already know that's the photo of me in your phone when I call.
1: Yeah, that is true. So why do you need to
0: send it to you? You already have it.
1: It is the photo, and I want to just show everybody who's watching this on YouTube. Well, so here's the thing: you had to have put this picture of yourself. Can everyone see that? And I just put all of your information on there. So I'll well, we will we'll delete <laughs> oh it. I'm just delete all this.
0: Yeah. What? Um, Isn't that went well? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: God. Anyway. Um, so it's the picture, it's this picture of you, but I, um, I will say that you've actually tried to get me to update your contact information. Like you've sent me pho- like, you know, the iPhone will send you photos to like update contact yeah. and I've declined, 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 declined like four times because um. I can't get rid of this photo.
0: It's but I got to see a
1: lot of one, you know, like there's pictures of you guys, like when you're at the beach and you're little and, or younger. yeah, that's
0: from the bathroom, which I'm sure you frequented many times. Yes,
1: I really did. I frequented. And there's also pictures of you guys in the bathtubs, um, which is, you know, that was, those are all much, a lot of tons of gems. Just Emily, Emily was taking me through the house saying, you got to take a picture of this. You got to take a picture of this, take a picture of that. Content. Okay,
0: well, content, she'll
1: be included content. in my legal issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the other thing that we, we talked about is that so, Emily, first of all, told us that she and Baker are Emmy winners. They found out that they won an Emmy from, so I have to now introduce her as Emmy winner wait,
0: wait, 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 Emily Michael.
1: Yeah. She just told us that for the progressive commercials. She's Commercial? like, they just found out. Com- yeah, they they, they got
0: it. for
1: Emmys. Why? Yes, commercials are nominated for Emmys, and it was a commercial. It was commercial series. They they got best commercial series, which probably really pissed off Flow. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah, are you being serious?
1: Yes, dead serious. That's what she told. That's what she said. She won
0: it, or they're nominated.
1: She won. They won. I'm- You'll have to text her about I don't know. it. Text right now. Also, you know, as much to your dismay, your mom and Mrs. Geyer both said I looked like Bradley Cooper and my ego grew three sizes like the Grinch's heart.
0: Um, I knew you were going to bring this up and it got brought up immediately when I, when you guys called me the other night and I immediately said, everyone, please stop complimenting him
1: because now yeah, you said that I, as if you I said I
0: couldn't it heard about this for six months too long. Now it's going to take (laughs) the end of 2020, which is right on brand for 2020.
1: (laughs) I know I really can't ever say, but they said that it was just, it was just because of my luscious locks that they thought I looked like Bradley Cooper. That's why I put them on display. Um, for today, usually I would wear a hat, but, um, yeah. And your dad also is a phenomenal bartender. He, uh, he kept, um, he, he, he was, we were drinking these tequila Topo Chico grapefruit concoctions and they were absolutely delicious. Like, I, I swear I had like two yeah. doubles and they were, I was not hungover at all. Yeah. And so- usually I would be like hammered and also have a headache the next day. I don't know yeah. what he does. He must sprinkle his, some of his Papa Wilk dust into it Yeah. to make them wonderful.
0: Well, he just gets, he's like a mixologist. So everything's like really fresh and just so good. Also, well, and also, I think Emily is completely full of it. What? What is the, what is the category?
1: I thought she said it was best commercial series. Another thing while you're looking this up is that your mom was so hilarious because she, like, came up to me as, like, we were finishing our second, like, our second cocktail. And she's like, I don't know who's driving, but I'm about to pour your mom some wine. <laughs> My mom goes, you're driving. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like what she did know. to you when you guys came over here. Do you remember that when they came over when we came over to record yeah. the podcast with our moms? And yeah. she was like, "She was like, you're driving, and you're like, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, Okay. <laughs> this is my podcast
1: yeah like this is my night to have fun um
0: I don't see this anywhere Bryce
1: well you have to did you text your sister
0: I think she might be on a plane hold on wow first time ever we're calling on someone on a podcast
1: oh my gosh this is crazy she also was telling us about so we, we I heard more about they're, they're building a home and she said there's a bunch of water moccasins, which are water snakes that are like, like nesting in their home.
0: And well, she caught one and the water, was, line. On the
1: water line, She caught one and they're like six feet long. That's terrifying.
0: Yeah, I was the first one that saw it.
1: What you didn't relay this. That is terrifying. I
0: because I didn't think you could handle it.
1: I I can't. I actually snakes don't bother me. Uh, rats and like mice that really freaks me out. But uh, anyway, yeah. we had a we had a great time. Fact check it with Emily. We'll fact yeah, check I've them.
0: Texting her the, right now.
1: But how are you? Quarantining?
0: <sighs> um, I'm court winning this week because I am leaving town.
1: <laughs> that is, yeah. By the time this podcast airs, you will be out of LA. Yes. Which I'm happy about. Me too. For I'm you. I'm
0: very excited. Um, but yeah, I'm excited just to get into like some fresh air. Yeah. And I'm going to see my parents. Can you
1: reveal well. where you're going?
0: Um, I'm not going to before, mainly just because I know some people are not super comfy with the travel stuff. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Oh God.
1: What is happening? No, that
0: that was I'm doing a workout with T's family. Um and they jumped on too early.
1: Oh. But you have the same you have the same Zoom what just happened, someone just came onto our Zoom call.
0: Yeah, it's because I use the same like room. Yeah. And I sent them the link. Um.
1: <laughs> Annie, last thing that I'll say about
0: that, like completely threw me off.
1: Um, no, no, that's okay. I, I, you don't have, like, why don't you wait? We can just wait and you're going to have it. You're going to get me a ton of content. Aren't you to put on the Instagram once you're back and everything I'm going to have, content from where you're going from your from your vacation okay good. yeah
0: we'll talk about a vacation like next week
1: that'll be great um the last thing that I wanted to say once again is that my sister Ellie who's been on our podcast was insistent that we get both of our families reunited when we're both back in Nebraska and she was just like I cannot believe that I have not hung out with Annie properly like it's a travesty she's very upset about it She's were- like, I cannot believe this, that I haven't hung out with Annie. And she actually gets, like, upset about it. So we'll have oh, yeah, to no, We'll do that too. for
0: sure. I wanted yeah. to read you. I got a DM from a friend um, who listens. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but her mom does. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, I was just in a meeting with my sister, who's getting married, and Ellie... Bryce's sister, who I didn't know they were related until the meeting, um, and her mom she said, My mom literally has Tourette's and in the middle of the meeting burst out, Oh, so are you related to Bryce? Like from the nobody's pod? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Annie, what's so crazy is that this has happened to me like multiple times. Like the, like two weeks ago, I, I was hanging, I was at like my friend's house and somebody came up to me and I was just talking to them. Like, I didn't know who they were or anything. And they were like, oh yeah, Bryce, like I know who you are. I've seen you on Instagram. Like I know you from the nobody's podcast or whatever. I I'm friends with the Wilkinsons. I'm like, Talk about somebody's status over here. And the Geyers said the same thing, which is a little bit more appropriate since they were at your parents' house. Right. So that wasn't that crazy. But at the same time, like so many, I'm, I'm like podcast famous.
0: Okay, first of all, calm down. <laughs> um, we're not quite there yet, but it is funny that people like connect us to it.
1: Yeah. Which is good. Hey, oh, seriously. I've told you too that like all my friends ask about you. Like, the people that haven't, have okay. never met you, they're like, what's Annie doing? Or how's Annie do-? Like, I mean, it's it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. it's the same thing for you. Like,
1: well, people of ask course, me obviously. and they're like,
0: well, yeah, I mean. That
1: makes sense. That makes sense, though. I mean, but
0: they mostly ask me just not to bring you around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, as, as per usual, as everyone knows that I love to make up new segments. So, it's time for a new segment called... The Nobody's Nose Around, <laughs> like nose around. Uh, <laughs> All right. Which is an investigative, <laughs> it's an investigative segment, which takes a deep dive into a complicated subject. So buckle up. And today we're discussing Annie's favorite topic, Taylor Swift.
0: <clears throat> uh, you texted me this week and you said, we're not going to talk about Donald, Donald Trump this week. Yeah. And I said, praise Jesus. And then you yeah. the Taylor Swift story. So
1: yeah. I mean, I've got to get—I've got to get a rise out of you somehow. So,
0: <laughs> not that hard these days.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a long rant, so just bear with me. I'm going to take you through a whole loop-de-loop here. Okay. Um, so Taylor Swift surprised the world with the release of a secret album called Folklore last Friday, which she made entirely in quarantine. Annie's favorite musical artist is notorious for putting ex-boyfriends. In the lyrics of her songs, but there's an underground population known as the Kaler—that is, K, Kayler, like community—that believes Taylor Swift was, in fact, in a long-standing relationship with Victoria's Secret model and fellow leggy blonde Carly Kloss, and that many of her songs are actually about Carly and not all the losers she's dated. Now, despite Taylor publicly being in a relationship with actor Joe Alwyn and Carly being married to Ivanka Trump's brother-in-law, Josh Kushner, there's a popular theory that a song off folklore called Betty is actually about Carly. The theory is a bit convoluted, but started due to Taylor revealing in a live chat with fans that... Three of the songs on folklore were about a teenage love triangle and the songs explore the triangle from all three people's perspectives at different times in their lives. The characters in question are Betty, James, Betty's boyfriend, and Inez, a girl James cheated on Betty with. Fans identified the songs as Cardigan, which is Betty's perspective, August, the song August, which is Inez's perspective, and the song Betty, which is James's perspective. Most importantly here is that the song Betty is James's attempt to apologize and reconcile with Betty after committing infidelity. According to Elite Daily, fans are further analyzing the love triangle as a personal one, which Taylor may have been personally involved with. Since she's revealed that her parents named her after singer-songwriter James Taylor, Swifties are saying that the character James is indeed Taylor herself. And fans think Betty is actually Carly because her middle name is Elizabeth. Betty is a common nickname for Elizabeth, like Betty from Riverdale. The theory that Taylor and Carly were bumping uglies dates back to 2013 when they met at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. In fact, there is a massive thread dedicated to their alleged romance on the website Kaylerevidence.com, which is run by a user named Erin. She has chronicled their relationship for years, including when Taylor and Carly were spotted at a concert, and a grainy video shot from below seemed to depict them kissing in December of 2014. Uh, big entertainment media outlets like Entertainment Tonight quickly debunked the rumor. Many in the Taylor community also believe that Taylor once dated Glee actress Diana Agron, and they referred to them as Swift-Gron. Yeah. The website surmises that the women use these high-profile relationships with men as their beards, which is a frequent term for someone who dates members of the opposite sex to cover up their true sexuality. They throw their fake relationships out there for publicity as well, so they can make money, Aaron, the owner and operator of Kaler Evidence writes in the FAQ section. Because of that, in my opinion, it's fair game to speculate and dig. Annie, before we get to your opinion, if this is all t- true, I just wish Taylor would go to Carly and say, you belong with me.
0: Why
1: this. <laughs> this? is a, wait, 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 this is a love story I want to see, but it sounds like they are never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> I just hope there's no blood, bad blood between them. If there is, I think Taylor should just shake it off.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't even need to say how much I hated that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, Joe. Kate, do, what do you think about all this?
0: Um. So, I heard a different theory. Okay. That she, because her and Blake Lively are good friends. Yes. And... James and Inez or Inez are Blake Lively's da- kids' names. Okay. And so the other theory I heard- Wait, is their daughter's, mean,
1: daughter's name is Inez?
0: Yeah. And James.
1: James, I get.
0: Yeah. Um, but the theory that I heard was that she was revealing the name of their third child because she was born at the end of 2019, but the name has never been released.
1: Wait, what? The name? Yeah. Why Why would they? The third
0: child's name was never released. So I heard that that was, because I, I did see, I told you I didn't read this article even though you sent it to me. <laughs> um, but I had seen this, like little musings of it across the internet, and then I heard this, like the Blake Lively <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds thing on another podcast. <laughs> Harder. He's being protective. You can't even see. Harder. You're right
1: right such now. a good guard dog. Hey,
0: stop. Sorry, okay, I so he, can't really sorry. hear that because it usually doesn't pick up background noise. <laughs> um, but he's like two feet away from me, so <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> he's our official p- podcast mascot. I mean, he can he come is. on anytime he wants.
0: That's true. Um, I just, I don't. Because the other thing that I heard is that there is a writer on her album that yeah. nobody can find any information about.
1: Yeah, a oh, William Bowery.
0: Yes, did you mention that? And I said no.
1: Okay. No, 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 I didn't.
0: So William Bowery is supposedly a pen name for her boyfriend. Okay. Because I don't know what her boyfriend's like real name is, but supposedly. Joe. So, okay, so... they call that,
1: they that Their couple name is Toe, by the way.
0: Well, that's fitting. I like that.
1: Um, <laughs> I think you like that. Because all these Kaler evidence people hate, they don't like that she's with these guys. Well, so they, they call him Toe.
0: Like, so William is supposedly his grandfather's name, who was a songwriter, and what's the last name? Bowery. Bowery is supposedly the street she lives on in New York. Hmm. So they're saying that that represents him. I, I mean, whatever. Like, live your best life. Whatever your sexuality is, I would be surprised if Taylor was a lesbian.
1: Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say. I don't understand why she wouldn't come out as like bisexual or whatever. I mean, do you know how many pe- young people she could help if she if she were bisexual or if she did come out? If this is even true, like I'm not I'm alleging. I don't. think I'm not saying it's true at all. But maybe, my theory is that maybe she feels happy with Joe mm-hmm. and her and her boyfriend and the relationship with Carly is over. So why bother like coming out and saying, because at this time, I get maybe when she didn't come out and say it earlier, you yeah. know, when this was happening because, you know, she has a huge Republican fan base. She has a huge conservative fan base, Christian fan base, everything else. I could see her not wanting to alienate that audience, but now it seems like, why not? But I guess if that's the theory, if if my theory is correct, that maybe she happens to I swing... Mean, my thing way is, way.
0: there's... If she is, and she was at some point in a relationship with Carly Kloss, cool. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. She's... To your point, she's not in that relationship now, and quite honestly, it's not her duty to discuss her sexuality with her fans like that's on that's she has to do what she's comfortable with and never in millionaires did i think i would have taylor swift's back this is a first
1: ladies and gentlemen this is a first on the body as annie is defending taylor swift
0: yeah like i think people here's the thing i have not listened to the album which should come as a shock to no one um i've heard nothing but amazing things about the album and I'm sure you've listened to it and listened to it at 12.01 when it was released. Um,
1: yep. No, maybe not that. I maybe no 12.03.
0: I, yeah, 12.03, fair. Um, I have no intention of listening to it, but I've heard really good things about it. Good for her. Um, I mean... There's a lot of my of hate in my heart for other things right now, so I kind of have to just, like, let this shit go.
1: Oh, my gosh. Taylor Swift has gone down on your shit list. This is yeah. amazing. Well,
0: she went from my number one, like, person in the media that I didn't like to now, like, probably my number two. Um,
1: Which is still huge.
0: It's a big, yeah, it's a big move.
1: I will say that I mean I know
0: she's not my number two, but like I just don't give any energy energy to her.
1: (laughs) Listen, I know you're not going to listen to the album, and I'm not going to even try to tell you to listen to it. But I will say I've listened to it, and it I really cannot get enough. Like she is a brilliant lyricist, and I know you've said that too. You said I think you're you think that she can she can clearly write a song but this album is so sad and like heartbreaking and it puts you right in your feelings. So it's perfect for me in Nebraska right now. And also listening to it makes you feel like you're going through a breakup in the middle of December in a small mountain town. Like it just feels no, like, no, it's,
0: like said, if you're going to listen to it, which I'm sure you won't, but if you are listen to it on a rainy day.
1: Real, I mean, truly it is. It, it, it's really, it's, I sound, I'll sound like Donald Trump. It's truly fantastic. Like, I think it's the best album of her career. I really will say that.
0: Um, and I've also, heard that from multiple sources.
1: Wow. Wow. Confirmed. Um, I will say this whole Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift stuff is totally fascinating to me. If you guys do have a few hours, like, I would highly recommend going to the kaylerevidence.com the to read about it because it is just, like, it's so, it's it's so unbelievable that it's that it's almost impossible for it not to be true in my, in my head, because there's just so many examples of them being together and like going like late nights, going places where she'll like return from a trip and go straight to her house, no matter what time of night it is, or like vice versa. There's times where, you know uh, I mean, which wouldn't be that weird. I just remember reading what one thing that was weird is that her publicist who is, a, I, is has become like a good friend of Taylor's, you know, the way that they talked about Carly to Taylor, like she's here or she, they don't even mention her by name. They're like, oh, she's here. And they would escort her, like having a friend being escorted to like the front of a concert, isn't that strange? But it just, the way that they, that they spoke about Carly's made it seem like, you know, I've worked for enough, people who are famous to know like when their spouses and stuff are are like relationship, like romantic relationships are involved that you do kind of treat them differently. Yeah. so it is just, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like if they were just friends, it just seems like it's a little bit overboard, but maybe not. I mean, I could easily see this happening with like Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston too. <laughs> so, like, right,
0: like, that's what I mean. Like if it's your best friend who is also famous and you know that there are theories going around about you guys being in a relationship, like it probably, even if they were trying not to fuel that rumor, yeah. like anything they did going to fuel that
1: rumor but then there's other stuff too where they like w- they were inseparable for like four years and then now they're they basically never they never see each other or, or like they're never seen together they don't seem to hang out anymore they've seemed to have a falling out when Carly kloss got a new show taylor has was promoting an out well, i can't remember which album i think it was the la the latest one lover maybe but she was she had an album coming out and Carly asked her to be on the sh- on her show and she politely like declined to be on the show that Carly was launching. Like if you're someone's best friend and I mean, she but said it was
0: watched, But we have watched people that we know change and become not as close as they were That's true. In a matter of months, you know what I mean? Like, with, yeah, I mean that is I,
1: true, that's a good point.
0: And if that's four years ago, you're in your because what, Taylor's my age
1: Yeah, she's I think she's 30, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think, like, when you're in that 24 to 28-year-old range, you kind of latch on to people because you're still trying to figure yourself out. And it wasn't her parents. It wasn't her... I know she has a childhood best friend that, like, is, like, her sister. Yeah. But outside of that, like, that's what you do as you're getting older.
1: Right.
0: And I just don't know if...
1: I mean, Carly did did get... Carly did get married. Also, people... People also pointed out that Taylor released Folklore two years after Carly got engaged, like she announced her engagement. So July 24th, 2018 was when Carly announced her engagement to Josh Kushner and 2000, July 24th, 2020 was when Folklore was released. And they think a lot of different a lot of songs were about are about Carly, like the song and they there's a ton of stuff. I don't want to I it's sorry I about I,
0: Carly for sure. We know that or that's the well, No, story.
1: we don't know that no, this is all speculative. This is all speculative that she that these songs are about Carly. Like there's songs on the I can't remember which album it was now, but the song Gorgeous is supposedly about Carly, but it's about a long-term relationship. I don't want to get bogged down with this because we need to move on, but I just think that it's there's certain things where like they, they give you basically, this is just a prime example of what this site does. So they say this song gorgeous is about uh, Carly Kloss and it couldn't be about her, her boyfriend, Joe, because there's evidence that she wrote the song way before she even knew Joe and that it's about someone who it just, the songs and the lyrics are like Taylor being this like shy girl, which I get that's a persona and she could, kind of revert back to that, I think, because that's who she used to be. But like now she's this like famous mega star that like why wouldn't any guy she want not like want to be with Taylor Swift? I guess you could argue that point, but they basically are saying that why is she concerned about like the lyrics, the lyrics just I don't know. There's just other, there's just lyrics that are like um I'm trying to think of what they are. It's something like it just sounds like anything they're like any i'd like i'd rather have any anybody, anybody but you or something and it's, it just doesn't make any sense that like she'd be talking about him sort of thing well, but anyway is- there's a ton of evidence of this here's the
0: thing we have to remember though is at the end of the day like i understand her past songs have been written about things going on in her life but it also at this point she's 30 years old she knows what's going to get her fans to talking be, yeah and like to go ape shit And buy tour tickets and buy albums and buy merch and do all this stuff. Like, she's not stupid.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Which has been my gripe with her from the very beginning because she does things that are smart, but in such a manipulative way.
1: Well, it's just like, I
0: don't like that.
1: Well, I, and that is like your, to, to your credit, that is your biggest pet peeve of people that are pretending to be someone that they're not. Essentially, or like they're acting like they're stupid, they're acting stupid when you know that they're smart, so yeah,
0: and like with her, it's like, okay, go ahead, like we all know that you write songs about your exes, like that's fine. at the end of the day, you can write a song about and make it seem like it's about an ex lover and have it be about a friend that you had a phone with.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know, so
0: it's like. And I just, I don't like that she never comes forward. Like, she never does interviews. She yeah. never does anything to, like, give that process a face for her fans. And I don't know. I mean, maybe that's part of the appeal for some people, but now I'm, back- shou- I'm not. Could be a mystery shouting. Bothered
1: Frankly, there are people that don't need to, I mean, there, there are just people that don't need to do press. Beyonce doesn't need to do press, you know, yeah, there's just people that don't really need to do press. And I think she's one of them. So I understand that, too. But yeah, anyway, we could talk about this. I mean, I could talk about Taylor Swift forever. I, you know that. But uh, we're going to we'll move on for okay. the sake, for, for our own sakes. Um, OK, so next one is next headline or story is, according to The New York Times, The New York State Department of Health is investigating a concert headlined by DJing duo and members of my future dude squad, the Chainsmokers, and the Hamptons over the weekend, which appeared to violate social distancing and other COVID-19 guidelines. The Safe and Sound charity event was touted as a drive-in concert where guests would be allowed to sit outside their cars in designated areas that were at least six feet apart. The Chainsmokers headlined the the show, which also featured performances from several other acts, including Southampton Town Supervisor Jay Snyderman and his band. Per the New York Times, organizers, uh, which are in-the-know experiences and invisible noise, said they'd followed all proper and current protocols related to stemming the spread of COVID-19, including temperature checks. Some of the reported 2,000 attendees also spoke with BuzzFeed News and said they felt safe during the concert, that there were and that there were also dividers separating sections and that people were social distancing properly. Still, a handful, of July 20, uh, a handful of videos from the July 25th concert soon went viral on social media, in part because they seemed to show packed crowds with few people wearing masks. And on Monday, the New York State Department of Health Commissioner Howard A. Zucker sent a letter to Jay Snyderman, the same town supervisor who played at the concert, that read in part, I am greatly disturbed by the reports concerning the driving concert held in your town this past weekend, which apparently involves thousands of people in close proximity out of vehicles, a VIP area where there was no pretense of a vehicle, and generally not adhering to social distance guide- guidance. I am at a loss as to how the town of Southampton could have issued a permit for such an event, how they believed it was legal and not an obvious public health threat. So, Annie, what do you think? <laughs>
0: I mean, I've said for the last couple of weeks, like, at this point, no one knows what the fuck is going on. Um, I was under the impression that New York was in stage four of reopening, which I thought was open. Yeah, um,
1: or pretty, pretty close to open.
0: I mean, oh God, I don't know. It's so hard because Corona has been made into such a political issue. And it shouldn't be one. Which is. Um, I don't know. Well,
1: it's just what's, what's irritating on both sides of this, like regardless of where you are politically, I mean, it, it has been made a political issue. But at the same time, it's like people need to stop. You know, I've had conversations about this and I've definitely been part of the COVID police about like, being judgmental of people like not wearing masks and stuff. But I think it just need, we need to stop chastising people for behavior during this time because we've spent six months plus, you know, adhering to guidelines and everything and doing the best that we can, but we can't just like I also feel like we can't just stop our life completely. You know, we have to have some sort of outlet. There is this COVID fatigue that we're feeling right, right now um, in our society of just that everyone's over it and everything else. I will say the most obvious joke here is that leave it to a band named The smokers to potentially infect people with a respiratory illness. But the better joke is leave it to, the ba- leave it to a band named The smokers to potentially infect people with a respiratory illness that has nothing to do with cigarettes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think I agree with you. People need to be able to live their lives. Just if everybody would
1: just like put a mask on, we can all stop talking about it truly. And I listen, I will defend the chain smokers to the end of the earth because they are part of my dude squad. And no, they were, do- <laughs> what was that? Could you tell me that in my good ear? No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, future dude squad, uh, they were doing this for. <laughs> They were doing this for charity. They were proper socially distanced on the stage when they were, you know, gallivanting all over the place. I'm just saying that people shouldn't be focused on the chain smokers because people are now calling coming for their heads. And it's like... They
0: probably had a contract that needed to be fulfilled. That's why everybody's doing anything at this point. That's why sports come back. That's why all this stuff is coming back. Like, at some point... At some point, we have to... Move forward.
1: Yes. I mean, and let's focus on the dumb, rich, white town of Southampton that allowed this to happen. Oh, and by the by, I was today years old when I, I found buy, out that buy. the Hampton, by the by.
0: I've like, never, by the way. Uh, okay. I thought you misspoke because I've never in my life heard anyone say by the by. <laughs>
1: What? That's like a real phrase. By the by. By the by. I say the by the by all the time. By the by.
0: I've never heard you say that one time and I talk to you multiple times a day. I'm Googling it.
1: You Google. You Google that. But I was, by the by, I was today years old when I found out that the Hamptons were actually called Southampton. Like, how did they get Hamptons? There's not two H's. Shouldn't it be Amptons? By the way, actually, that's a really good name for, like, a concert venue there.
0: (laughs) I'm excited for you to watch back this video and watch that idea come over your face. Um,
1: Amps, Amps, like Amptons, like the Amptons Amptons at the Hamptons.
0: I got it. You didn't have to explain. (laughs) Um. Okay, by the by is a thing, but I don't like it. But
1: I... I knew you were going to say that. I hate it, actually. By the by, I hate by the by.
0: How do you spell it?
1: B-Y-the-B-Y, right?
0: It's actually...
1: What would by stand for, then, if it's the second? No,
0: I think it's B-Y-E.
1: At the end? Yeah. By the B-Y-E? By the end, or something? By what would be the buy it says it
0: can go both ways so it's like
1: by the buy
0: yeah it says it can be that or by the buy like you wrote hmm
1: i didn't write I
0: it, think I that, like i literally think that you just insert these in the dictionary before we log on
1: <laughs> i actually i actually inform i just call webster's dictionary yeah, i
0: feel like that's what happens and i'm not really here for it like, i just
1: inform them that this is happening not that
0: yeah just, or you just, like, submit for it on Wikipedia so it comes up first.
1: I just edit the Wikipedia pages yeah. Constantly, constantly. Yeah.
0: God, get a life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need a hobby so bad.
0: <laughs> I honestly can't even remember. Oh, the Southampton thing. Yeah, there's, there's multiple Hamptons, though.
1: Oh, so there's Northampton?
0: I'm, Northampton? I think so.
1: Well, I'm going to start saying Southampton. Because it's, there's not two H's. If it's, if it's multiple Hamptons, then it should be North Hampton and South Hampton and Central Hampton and Mid-Hampton.
0: No, I think, God.
1: Middle Hampton. The
0: Hamptons on Eastern Long Island, South Fork is a string of seaside communities known as a summer destination for New York City residents, blah, blah, blah. Um... It's marked by long stretches of beach and an interior farmland, towns and villages. And East Hampton and South Hampton are the two biggest.
1: East, I didn't even think of East or West Hampton.
0: It does Uh, about to run out of time, but I don't know why.
1: That's weird.
0: Yeah, but we have 10 minutes.
1: Um, well, that's okay. Annie, I think you and I should go to the Hamptons. I've never been to the Hamptons and I would really, I would like to spend any sort of time up in the Northeast, like the upper Northeast. I've never spent any time. I know you've been, you know, you lived in Boston, but I've never, I've never been to Boston, but I'd love to go to like Maine or Connecticut or that area.
0: Well, we could go for like a week and see all of those states.
1: You know, I would love that. I would love to yeah, see that, you know, yeah. and then we get, and then maybe like end in New York City. I think that would be fun, or begin in there. We maybe. can
0: fly into Boston.
1: Okay.
0: We can do a day in Portland, Maine, which is well. We'll do a day in Boston, a day in Portland, Maine, which is the cutest town. It's like a miniature Boston.
1: Into it, into and then we it. can
0: skip over New Hampshire because there's not that much there, but we'll drive through it so you can say you've been there. Right, and then go but to Montpelier, Vermont. Um, no, we'll probably go to Stowe, Vermont.
1: Stowe? Yeah, like, it's. Stow your luggage in the upright compartment?
0: Yeah, you can ski for a day, and I'll drink at the lodge.
1: Oh, yes! And then,
0: I'm, yeah, yeah Stowe is the best. Um, and then we'll kind of go to, like, upstate New York, which has some really pretty areas. And then we can come down and do the Hamptons, and then we can finish in New York City.
1: That sounds like the most amazing week and have you been you've been to all those places did you like i've
0: not been to the hamptons but i've been to all the other places uh, oh no actually we have to go to rhode island too
1: yeah that's what i heard rhode island's like amazing really cool too
0: newport rhode island is gorgeous
1: all right i'm so down i really i've never spent any i've been to new york city that's that's the furthest east and north i've been Oh, yeah.
0: No, we have to do that because, like, even Providence, like, we're around where Brown University is. Yeah. 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 So cool.
1: We'll do that. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So now moving on to our closing segment Annie's approval.
0: My favorite.
1: Gave you a happy place. That's honestly
0: the only reason I come anymore.
1: (laughs) Seriously, it's the only reason why you log on.
0: (laughs) The only reason I show up.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I wanted to give you a happy ending. Anyway. um, uh, (laughs) Don't like that. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. That was too gross. Um, So, (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow was in the news this week after she went on actor Rob Lowe's podcast called Literally with Rob Lowe to recall meeting Rob's wife, Cheryl, when she was 16 years old. And as she remembers, Cheryl taught her how to give oral sex, which encouraged Twitter user at Phoebe W. Bridge, which is not... actress Phoebe Waller-Bridge who created Fleabag but uh, some other fan account to tweet everything I know about Gwyneth Paltrow I know against my will (laughs) which we talked about and said like how true is that statement
0: it's the greatest tweet I think I've ever seen
1: it's amazing
0: and it's so true she's the one that like launched with goop like vagina steaming yes she did that the weird the
1: what? The vagina candle. The oh, candle yeah, the vagina candle. candle.
0: She recently said something really weird to Robert Downey Jr. On yeah, her. so
1: I'm getting to that. I want to I ask you, I want to get your approval on all these quotes.
0: Okay, so, oh, good, 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 okay. okay.
1: So, uh, so anyway, like you, like you just mentioned, Gwyneth also appeared on a FaceTime call with her former Avengers co-star, Robert Downey Jr., urging people to vote and told him she was going to send him a candle that smells like her taint, <laughs> However, these these examples are far from the first time she said something inappropriate or overshared. So Annie, I want to ask you overall, do you approve of her oversharing? And then we'll get into some quotes. but
0: um, I actually, this will come as a surprise that I actually don't hate it. <laughs> only because I think, well, I've been, I went to a group event one time.
1: I was just going to ask you to bring this up.
0: Yeah, so I went to a Goop event one time, and I will say it was one of the cooler things that I've done in L.A. Um,
1: and she was there, I mean, she was there, right? Oh, yeah,
0: and she was so kind to everyone. Like, she, I didn't talk to her or anything, but, like, you can tell when people are interacting yeah. with other people. She was so kind, she's gorgeous. Like, very, yeah. very beautiful. Um, but I the reason I think she does it is because, cause like, I know she had a big goop, like exhibit or something in LA and everything, like there was a flower wall that was like shaped like a vagina and things like that. Like, I think the purpose of her doing it, I really, there's so much stigma around women's bodies and women are like kind of taught to constantly like not talk about it. And all this stuff, and so I think her big thing, I think, is just trying to normalize all of that, and sometimes I don't love her delivery, but I like the mission in it
1: yeah, no, I think that's a that's an amazing point like yeah. even even with even even with just like I mean mostly I will say it is more stigmatized for women's private parts but even like penises are Sort of like shunned, or there we it sh- shouldn't be spoken about, or we shouldn't be talking about like our private areas. But I mean, women get it worse because well,
0: men will fucking grab themselves in public to readjust, yeah, and, and it's and like shit. you know, and it's like that. No one really bats an eye on stuff like but if that. if a
1: woman talks about her vagina, it's like oh, she must be a whore or something,
0: right? It's like it took that's a long bullshit. time for like to even have those conversations with my best friends. You know, yeah, that's bullshit. And you realize as a woman, like, as you talk about these things more with other women, that everyone's the same. Like, all of us are dealing with the same shit. Yeah. And it's just, like, it, I like that she's doing it. For I'm
1: saying person. it, yeah, as if I know anything about that. Yeah. So, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. But, like, I just, I like that she's kind of bringing... I mean, I don't think the word vagina has been used in mainstream media more than when she said she was coming out with a vagina-scented candle.
1: Yeah, for real. You know, and it's something I that thought that was every, just insane. Well,
0: and it's something that every single woman on the face of the earth is walking around with. So, like, cool. You know, it's just, does it need to be a scented candle? No, but at least it's getting the conversation going about women's bodies and not making them so taboo.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. So really rapid firely, I want you to just approve some of her more insane quotes. I have three here. Okay. Um, one, I don't really have drunk friends. My friends are kind of adults. They have a drink, they hold their liquor. I think it's incredibly embarrassing when people are drunk. It just looks so ridiculous. I find it very degrading.
0: Um, I mean, I disapprove of it only because, like, we've all been there. And I'm sure she probably has, too. Yes. Um, But she's also a woman in her 50s, I think, now. So it's not super appealing when you see women in their 50s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, like, shit-faced.
1: Good point. Solid. I'm
0: fine with that.
1: Next one is, I am who I am. I can't pretend to be somebody who makes $25,000 a year.
0: (laughs) I mean... Again, like she's here. Here's the thing. I'm never going to take away from a woman. That's just being a badass. And again, her delivery may not be perfect, but she's not going to make herself smaller to make someone else feel comfortable. And that's the type of energy we need.
1: For sure. Okay. Last one. Do you, do you want me to be honest? The Met Gala sucked. It seems like it's the best thing in the world. You always think, oh my God, it's going to be so glamorous and amazing. And you're going to see all these people. And then you get there and it's so hot and it's so crowded and everyone pushes you.
0: Approve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew you are going to love that one.
0: Love that one. No, what okay. I will say is I did not like Gwyneth Paltrow for the longest time. She has a podcast episode with Dax Shepard on
1: Armchair Expert.
0: Everyone mm-hmm. should listen to it. It's, it completely made her human to me and i really like her now.
1: oh that's great
0: yeah
1: all right well uh, that's that's it
0: yeah we're almost out of time so make sure you guys are following us on instagram at nobody's pod at annie underscore wilk at bryce advice it's the exact same on tiktok twitter is at nobody's the pod same for our personals and you can always email us at no expert at gmail.com
1: please register to vote and everyone have an amazing weekend
0: and more importantly a mediocre week thanks guys The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay.
1: It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank
0: you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.